Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, NFT Share and Chill, hosted by Lil Gaines. Let's take a listen. What's going on, Marty? Not much, man. How are you tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Um, I actually have three guests today. Um, Ooh, we nice. have Planet of yeah dude it's gonna be a nice space we have planet of cosmos and we have war cats and we have kathleen um i'm gonna invite war cats up and then i'll invite kathleen with pad pals and uh give me just a minute while i set everything up here for the space can you hear my computer it's super loud right now uh it's not too bad it's like a faint noise in the background Okay, I just I'm just lowering like the the power right now for it. It's like on high performance, so it's pretty loud over here. This thing sounds like it's a jet taking off. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't sound like that here. You're good. All right, cool. What's up, Terra Spaces? What's up, Eric? Primus? Yeah, we got Primus down there with Zenchain Labs. He's going to be at Cosmoverse with his uh, wife, Natego. So that's that's going to be pretty fun for sure. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. It's going to be so many people to meet when we go there. Yeah. I wish I was there for longer, man, to be honest. <laughs> oh, what one thing really quick. So Kathleen, um, I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name, but... If you can't join as a speaker, it's because you're on Twitter Spaces on your PC. You have to join with your your mobile phone. So that's that's just a little heads up for you because I see that um you haven't joined the speaker yet, and that could be the reason why. But hey, Marty, this is our first space together. You're the uh, official Cosmos Spaces intern. How does it how does it feel? It feels pretty amazing. I can't lie. I'm uh, glad to be uh, speaking in Spaces again and get uh closely knitted with the community again man this is where i like to be so uh, i'm excited to talk to some cool interesting people and learn about some exciting projects up and coming in the cosmos and uh yeah i'm glad to see that uh, we have multiple guests today they all have uh projects that seem very compelling and can't wait to ask some questions yeah yeah thanks for having me man no, I'm ha- I'm happy that you're uh, that you're here and um, you're the official Cosmos Spaces intern. So I'm gonna drop you down as a co-host so you can continue to do our laundry and wash the dishes and all that intern stuff. Get the coffees. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Kathleen, are you there? I am here. Hey, am I pronouncing your name right? Let's yeah, let's, let's just make sure. 
Kathleen. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, just uh, let's start off by just uh, introducing yourself. Who's Kathleen? You know. Okay, so uh, I'm Kathleen. Um, I just got into NFT illustration in January, but I've been a designer for a long time. Um, more UX product design, but also like previously VFX, like computational design, like creative coding, and also um, also like graphic design and illustration. So just kind of like a generalist um, in design, but um, yeah, I've been a part of the crypto community for a while. I just haven't um, really put any of my artwork out there, but then I saw, especially with um, Cosmos and Stargaze, like how welcoming the community can be. Um, so then I started kind of putting myself out there, and here we are. Uh, I make like rubber hose, 1930-style um, illustrations and cartoons. Oh, that's sick. And if you could, like, summarize your project in, like, a minute or less, uh, could you do it? Yeah. Um, so, Pad Pals right, is a collection of 75 um, hand-drawn homes and stamps. The utility was it was a part of an app called PadSwap where you could swap homes with someone using crypto as collateral. Um, unfortunately, that project didn't um, really land, but I went through with Pad Pals. Um, some of my inspirations are like Betty Boop, Mickey Mouse, um, Cuphead is a big one as well. So just kind of that old style. Yeah, no, I love to, I looked at some of your art earlier today. It reminds me of like Popeye's kind of style cartoon as well. It's really cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm really obsessed with that style lately. I used to do more like fine art, um, but now I've been getting into this like vintage cartoon style. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's super interesting. How did you end up in the NFT world? Like, are there any existing projects on any NFT marketplace that inspired you to start doing this? Um, I just really like the utility for artists to be able to, like, track their work and then, like, get um, paid fairly. And, like, the community is really supportive um, in the arts. There's a lot of art appreciators and there's a lot of artists that are very talented in the space. Um, and it just felt very welcoming. Um, for me, um, I started just like during the whole like 2017-ish like Bitcoin craze. I had like a very fancy PC that I built from uh, from school. Like I was I was still um, doing undergrad um, at that time, like computer science and digital design. Um, I was doing, and that's kind of how. I got interested um, in it, just like doing some light research and like mining and stuff like that. Um, and then um, I kind of forgot about it for a while, but then I um, kind of rekindled with the Web3 space um, when I joined ATX DAO. Um, so it's a DAO based in Austin. Um, it's a social DAO, and I'm the designer for all of um, their event posters and kind of things like that. So, um, yeah, that's how it started for me. Um, and I just, I love the arts. I love supporting other artists, and I am an artist myself, so, you know. Uh, yeah, I see that uh, you're in a band as well. That's pretty cool. You do lead yeah. vocals and uh, the keys. Yeah, yeah. So I play piano, like synth, 
um, and then I sing as well. So a lot of my life is creative stuff. I've been looking into like music NFTs as well, mostly at other people's. I haven't really considered my own yet, but my band only has two singles out on Spotify so far. So I want to kind of grow that a little bit more before I think about that. But yeah. Excited to be about nice. a part of like Cosmos land and stuff, kind of that community. Kathleen, are there any like um, projects in the ecosystem here in Cosmos that kind of inspire you to keep going on your project? Um, I really like Women of Cosmos. That one is really cool. Um, just because, um, I mean, I like the artwork, but it's also like cool to see like. Um, other like women um in the space um the wad people and the chose those are cool too i've just like made friends <laughs> with so many um cosmos artist people um so yeah it's, it's very exciting to be a part of that community and like actually be friends with like some of the other artists um, the glitch people are cool too. Oh, and bad kids, of course. Like I guess the classic, <laughs> in a way, as classic as new can be, you know. <laughs> the Watt Squad. Oh my gosh, we kind of went crazy on those. Minted a few of those. Um, yeah. What else, what else was fun minting? Yeah, those are fun. I mean, some uh, info is that I, I guess Alpha is that I'm working on collaboration with the WAD squad so I'm excited about that and just kind of working with more artists I love um, collaborating so that'll be really cool to see what a pad wad pad pad wad pal looks like I don't know what to name it yet but where did where did yeah so where did like the name pad pal come from anyway so there is this um, web3 app called pad Swap. Um, so a pad pal is just, it was like kind of the way to get into the beta for pad swap. Unfortunately, pad swap didn't um, launch, um, but I kept the name to kind of honor like that app and also pad like a house. Um, so they're all like house people. Um, so pad and then pal, house friends. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that's where that comes from. I'm also um, doing um, a Cosmos artist, like, giant, you, you know, like, the Simpsons couch picture or, like, Smash Brothers, like, the, the portrait with, like, all of the people? Yes. Like, all the characters. So I'm doing something like that for Cosmoverse. So you might see my work pop up there um, as a poster or as a bag. We don't know yet because um, we haven't gotten them printed yet, but I'm really excited to share that. Um, and you guys are going to Cosmoverse, too, right? Wait, hold on. So you're going to be at Cosmoverse? No, I wish. They kind of told me a little bit late um, that there were still, like, extra tickets. So I will not be in Columbia, but um, I will have FOMO from you guys being there. Where Where is your artwork going to be uh, showcased at, at Cosmoverse, just so I can keep my there's eyes gonna open? Be a, there's going to be a Stargaze event, and they're going to give away... Um, just like merch um, and swag of like tote bags, prints, and it's gonna be like a big giant family portrait of all of the NFT um, 
not all of them, but all of the, um, or a lot of the NFTs that have launched um, within the Cosmos. Oh, and like a big collage, right? Like a big collage mm-hmm. of art, of art and uh, different yeah, projects. Yeah. That's that's going to be cool. Yeah. yeah and you know awesome. what I heard too, Kathleen? I heard that um, people should be prepared to bring like their wallet addresses um, because I've, I've heard already that um, some some folks are going to be like airdropping or not airdropping, but sending people NFTs that provide their wallet addresses. So make sure that if you guys are coming out to Cosmoverse to to have them like jot it down in your notes or something, just in case, just in case there's some goodies out there. All right. That's yeah, exciting. There, there should be like an NFT gallery with a QR code that you can like buy um, certain projects that are launching that weekend as well, I believe. Nice. It's going to be a crazy time out there in, in Cosmo. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Don't worry. There'll be another one. There'll be another one. Or maybe there'll be like a an NFT Cosmos meetup, you know, planned somewhere. Or where were yeah, you based yeah. from? Uh, Austin, Texas. So I was here for a consensus, um, which was really cool. Um, and then uh, DecentralCon as well. I was there. I don't. I don't remember running into you. I was at Decentral. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I wasn't there for that long at Decentral. I mostly um, was going to um, like different consensus events. I was only there for the second day of Decentral, and I was mostly with ATX DAO, not Stargaze, um, at that time. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was a it was a good time out there. Um, it, they didn't have like a booth. Uh, Stargate didn't have a booth out there, but they did have a little spot at the Osmocon. So I was able to like meet yeah, the yeah. Stargate team. Yeah. They had like kind of a party kind of thing. Yeah, there's. Uh, I heard there's a Bad Kids event for NFT holders of that project. Uh, if you're interested, just go to Josh Lee or Dogemos um, Twitter. And uh, if you message them, I'm sure you can get an invite. But. It's cool to see the NFT projects uh, involving uh, community members that are invested in their uh, their project and having gatherings already at these events. I've never actually been to Cosmoverse myself, so this will be my first one. And I'm beyond thrilled, a little nervous, but uh, it'll be the experience of a lifetime. I've never been outside of my country uh, on my own, so I can't wait to uh, meet a lot of you there. But uh, anyway... I wanted to ask you, Kathleen, I know you said earlier that the Cosmos ecosystem attracted you uh, because of how friendly people were. Uh, how did you stumble across the Cosmos and were, were you considering any other um, blockchains to develop NFTs on before Cosmos? Or how did you yeah. end up here? Um, so I'm friends with uh, Ruan through ATX DAO. Um... So I kind of chatted with him a bit about um, his work with Stargaze. He kind of like is a jack of all trades in a way. Like he does a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's kind of how I got into it. I was considering um, Tezos because I admire a lot of artists um, on Tezos. And I thought the community was pretty tight knit there as well. Um, and then, of course, just like Keith Opensea kind of stuff. But it, it's just like, it's not the collections. There are honestly not as like curated, whereas like Cosmos, there's 
I mean, well, Stargate, there's like a community vote. Um, and well, now there's a community vote and you're able to like really have a lot of stellar work and like be a part of a community of like really good artists. Whereas like it, it it's not like the exclusivity like drew me to it because they're actually very open to many artists. It's just that like, there's just a lot of repetitive like work um, on some other platforms. So yeah, no, it's definitely easy to dilute a platform when too many uh, people are applying, like putting in applications to upload their artwork. And I've been on OpenSea before, and it kind of gives me a headache. There's just way too much. It's hard to navigate, and uh, it's not designed or structured the way that these other NFT marketplaces are in the cosmos. So that's interesting to know. It's always intrigues yeah. me to hear how people find their way here. Um, as it's usually not the first place people go to uh, create an NFT. Yeah, I think it definitely, like, can be, and I, like, really believe um, in the community. Um, But, yeah, there's just a lot of um, people who, like, aren't even actually artists that, you know, it's not like Stargaze, like, even, like, gatekeeps or anything like that. It's just... um, yeah, I guess it's just more um, curated and um, it, it feels more special to be like a part of the Discord community and like talking to everybody and like making friends and stuff than just like, it, it feels more randomized in a way. Like, uh, Ka- Kathleen, we're losing you. I'm not sure if you're going under a... a hello, Kathleen? But, um, I think we're losing am I Kathleen. Okay now? Uh-oh. I think, yeah, it comes and goes. It comes and goes, but I think you're good now. Try speaking again. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels more randomized to um, be a part of other communities. And I do like Chaser's Paz Pals was on Stargaze. And I think Demon Dudes will be on Stargaze too. That's like a more ambitious project of mine because there will be multiple illustrators. Hopefully um, all hand-drawn. Um, but yeah, that should it should be on Stargaze too. Um, but now they're implementing the community vote thing, so um, we'll see if I get voted in. If you don't mind, I just had a quick question. Actually, the point you made of your art is hand drawn. How long does it take you to make these images? It just blows my mind that uh, you're doing it by hand. Not a lot of others do it that way, so it's pretty cool. And rarity. So there's, there's so many in the collection. I was thinking of doing maybe like half of will be more than 75, which Pad Pals was like my first collection. Very small. Um, I think we're losing her again. Can, can you hear her, Marty? Not right now. No, she cut out again, unfortunately. All right. All right. Well, we'll come back to you, Kathleen, because uh, um, your connection is pretty rough right now. Yeah, I can't hear her at all. Yeah, no, it must be the connection. Hey, Kathleen, if you can hear us, um, we're gonna we're gonna mute you for a little while until you can get like better service. Uh, oh, now we can see. Now we can hear you every time we try. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, now, now we can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it easy too. I hear that you're driving. You better be careful out there. All um, right, guys. I think I'm. I, I'm gonna have yeah, to mute I Kathleen because um. 
Yeah, if you want, we can come back to her. That's uh, I think the connection is just really bad while she's driving there. It is. It is. It is. And plus, I anybody that's joining a space as a speaker and you're driving, just please, please be careful if you can. Like, pull over to the side of the road and just talk. I, I know a lot of people have to like commute, but it it kind of like just scares me a little bit that people are on spaces talking while they're driving. It's it's hard to concentrate, especially if people are asking a ton of questions. So. Um, Kathleen, we'll come back to you when uh, your connection is better. Let's get through. Um, let's go through the rest of the uh, guests. So we got War Cats up next. Hey, can everybody hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, I think uh, Crispy might be on the the War Cats account too. Um, but yeah, so uh, my my name is Juice. Uh, I I work on uh, War Cats. Uh, I'm the developer for it. Uh, I do like the the blockchain and uh, game development. And uh, uh, we have a game coming up, so uh, yeah, we want to. Uh, uh, one of our uh, buddies in the Discord told us about you guys, and you want to uh, come out and announce it. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know Marty, you asked me earlier, like, how do I get people to join these like NFT share and chill spaces and bring them up as guests? Well, it's easy. Um, word of mouth, obviously. You know, people will come up to me in the community. Hey, can you guys interview this project? I would like to learn more about them. Um, that's one way I do it. Sometimes I reach out to the uh, projects because they might not know who I am and that I do a lot of spaces. Um, and yeah, and always feel free to to send me a DM or send Cosmos Space a DM if you're a project out there that just wants to, to share their their you know their collection or whatever they got going on. So that's how we do it, Marty, in case um, you want to know. Um, so we got Juice uh, speaking behind the Warcats profile. Uh, Juice, uh, what what do you contribute to the project? So go through that a little bit yeah so it, it started uh, uh probably about uh a few months ago uh we uh deployed the uh the collection uh so we got uh five thousand uh cats of uh, they're all different colors they have different backgrounds items uh the historical quote and uh they have different like service medals so uh they can rank anywhere from uh private to general of the army and um uh, yeah, so we, uh, we're minting on Stargaze right now. Uh, we're, uh, I think, at about 90% last time I checked. And, uh, yeah, we're just uh, slowly minting through them. Uh, we, uh, in the meantime, we've uh, been making a game. Uh, so uh, we're basically making, like, an Advanced Wars-style uh, game. It's uh, going to be, like, a turn-based strategy where you'll, uh, whichever Warcat NFT you have, uh, you know, Kepler Wallet will uh, detect it, and uh, you'll be able to play as that uh, certain war cat. So, and use him as like your hero character. So, uh, each war cat's gonna have like a special ability based on their item. Like a, a stealth cat, he's gonna uh, be able to go invisible until he attacks. Uh, you know, the uh, we have like a dark mittens in there. He's gonna do a force choke and uh, force choke his enemies. But um, yeah, we uh, got some pretty cool stuff in the works. Uh, we have a, a animator that we're working with to help us animate the Warcats, and uh, yeah, really uh, bring the game to life. So it's gonna be sweet. That's awesome. That sounds like a fun game. I checked out some of the Warcats earlier. They look cool too. I want to look more into that later. Uh, yeah, but I'm, yeah I'm... check out our Discord. We have uh, like animations of them, like that we're gonna put in the game. So they, they're like walking and we have like a few like attack animations. So it'd be pretty sweet. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we were working on the, the matchmaking queue the other night. 
uh, using like a Redis and WebSockets and all that to do a you know Web three gaming. Uh, but yeah, it's all going to be browser based, and uh, all our infrastructure is completely free. So you know we can uh, survive any kind of crypto bear market or you know crypto winter or anything. So pretty cool. That's super interesting. Uh, I'm curious, when did you guys start? Um, creating artwork that uh, you wanted to develop into an NFT project? Like, how did you end up uh, creating <laughs> NFTs? And, like, are there any projects that uh, inspired you to want to create them yourself? Um, so, I guess, like, uh, you know, Stargaze, back in, uh, when they first launched, they were doing the uh, Genesis uh, projects, where, you know, there was, like, a certain group of uh, Genesis and um, you know, I uh, I'm immediately like as soon as I found out about that, I uh, messaged Crispy. Uh, he was like a good friend from work before, and um, I was like, hey man, like we got to get a Genesis project on here, like it'd you know, be pretty sweet. So you know, he uh, he thought of the idea. Uh, you know, he, uh, the war in Ukraine was going on, and you know, everybody loves cats, so he was like, you know, let's make war cats, and you know, he he made them like adorable. <laughs> so, you know, all credit goes to him on that, but. The um the yeah I'm doing like uh, more like the game development and stuff like that and uh been a blockchain engineer for a while. Nice. And uh, does he particularly like the uh, pixelated art? Yeah, he um <laughs> yeah he he said it was like you know uh, easier to work with. You know we could uh, definitely like uh, go a long way with it. And uh yeah it was like his uh, he he's not really doesn't have like a, a crypto background. So that was kind of like his take on NFTs. You know, he uh, wanted to do some pixel art. <laughs> yeah, no, I like uh, 8-bit art. It's cool. And I like uh, how so many different projects have done various things with it too. So uh, it's cool to learn more about different ones as, as well as ones with games too. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, the, the sound for it, like, uh, we're, we're going to have to uh, get some uh, sound clips for it to, to have some uh, background music, but it, it's going to be super classic. You know, we're making a, uh, Advance Wars was a, a game back for the Game Boy Advance. So, uh, yeah, everybody in the community loves the idea and, you know, they're all just like super excited and uh, just trying to find some time to work on it. <laughs> yeah, that's and, uh, actually, uh, sorry, Sorry, games. You're good. You're good. I was just going to talk about the soundtrack. It, I always love a game with a good soundtrack. And uh, one I'll never forget is when I played Super Nintendo, the Donkey Kong. Mm -hmm. The uh, the music for that game was just so mesmerizing and like elevated the gaming experience. So uh, it's cool oh, yeah. to hear that you're putting work into the, the audio production as well, because uh, I feel like that really helps with the user engagement and enjoyment uh of the game itself yeah i know exactly which donkey gong game you're talking about too it's like the <laughs> used to play it one all the time marty yeah, do you the still water have level that, <laughs> do you still have that super nintendo marty because I, I still got mine oh, i wish i wish <laughs> i got some... i got the, the whole system i got like tons of games and i have that game that you're talking about yeah, those are classics, man. Classics. Classics. Good classics. But uh, Juice, uh, you said that you are a developer, right, in blockchain. How long have you been doing it again? Um, uh, so blockchain, I've been in it about uh, two years. Um, 
uh, before that, uh, being a developer, uh, probably about like eight years. So, um, worked on a lot of different stuff. Uh, all of our like front end stuff's written in uh, TypeScript, uh, Next.js. So, uh, yeah, I'm working with uh, Redis and stuff for the um, for all the game connections. So, uh, pretty sweet. And why'd you decide to come to Cosmos? Uh, uh, <laughs> Cosmos is like, uh, you know, it, it's my favorite coin. Uh, absolutely. Like they, um, you know, having like the IBC, uh, to be able to like transfer between blockchains, uh, super attractive. So the, um, basically like, you know, anybody can spin up their like app specific blockchain. You know, I can see that, uh, applying to like a lot of, uh, mobile apps, you know, uh, people want to have like, uh, their own kind of uh, blockchain for you know whatever, whatever data they want to store, and um, uh, because of the uh, Atom 2.0 uh, where they're going to do all the interchain security, uh, it's going to be absolutely huge because of uh, Avax is uh, does like private subnets where you can have like your own uh, validator sets, uh, and I think like their biggest private subnet only has like eight validators uh DeFi kingdoms so you know even like their largest private subnet is only has eight validators so they um uh you know cosmos being able to do interchain security is just gonna absolutely scale that and you know make it amazing yeah uh crispy says that he he wants to hop on the mic <laughs> i gotta uh hop off the mic so um sure yeah no problem yeah let me uh, uh let me see if he's around Cool, cool. Yeah, did the, say, um, did you say crispy? Is that his name? Yeah, uh, crispy wonton. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, but uh, yeah, Cosmos is like my absolutely favorite. Uh, you know, uh, Cosmos is like the SDK, but like, you know, it's uh, it's super powerful. Like, there's a, uh, you know, Binance uses it. Um, like so many like huge coins, like even like bigger than Cosmos use it. So. It, it's amazing <laughs> yeah just let I me mean, just for those that don't know polygon it's got its own like custom version of the uh cosmos sdk going on over there so yep yep let us know when crispy's on and yeah, i'm trying i'm gonna, to, uh, I'm trying I'm gonna to hop over to my twitter that. account uh so my, my twitter account's gonna be bald man but um let me uh let me see if he wants to hop on the work hats and I, i'll hop on bald man okay okay right yeah i'll be right back cool just a tip uh, for those that have multiple accounts on Twitter. If you're hosting a space, right, on one account and you decide to quickly switch to a different account, it'll rug the entire space. So just keep that in mind for anyone that's hosting a space. Or even if you're just a speaker and you decide to quickly just like check your DMs in a different profile, it'll it'll rug you from the space you're in. So like, yeah, just be careful. It's good to know. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know. But while we wait, um, I'm trying to invite Kathleen back up here because I got a DM saying that she's parked finally. <laughs> Don't want her to drive and, and talk at the same time, you know. Or, um, hey, Kathleen, shoot me a, a request to speak. There you go. Awesome. Hey, we can hear you now. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I wasn't going through a tunnel or anything. Um, but yeah. I only intended to drive for like five minutes, but the traffic was so bad that, um, yeah, on my commute home. So, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. 
All right. Well, Marty, uh, should we wrap it up with Kathleen or continue with Warcats and then circle back? What do you think? Uh, I think we could probably continue with Kathleen while we wait for Crispy Wonton, unless he's blessed us with his presence already. Oh, your your presence is definitely blessed. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm content for whatever you guys want to do. Yep, yep. There's Crispy. Cool, cool. Got him in here. <laughs> thank you, Bald. Thank you, Bald. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, yeah we'll wrap it up with Warcats, and then we'll circle back to Kathleen, and then we'll go to Planet of Cosmos. So. I think uh, we were uh, talking about, you know, why, why'd you guys come to Cosmos and build over here versus other chains? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it was um, I, my, my primary work experiences as a graphic designer. And uh, I really didn't have any experience in, uh, in, in anything crypto related. Um, and as Sean was kind of bringing up, um, we worked together actually in cybersecurity. And uh, he groomed me. <laughs> that, no, there was definitely a, a lot of conversations going on. He was talking about stuff that was all going over my head uh, regarding crypto. And then uh, one weekend, uh, reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to do a weekend crypto project. And here we are. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, initially, like, um, I, I mean, I, I was unfamiliar with crypto. Um, I mean, I, I kind of tangentially heard about um, Bitcoin, but absolutely knew nothing about the uh, cosmos. And uh, yeah, this was kind of our, our first foray into that. So I did a lot of research into um, various NFT projects in the space and um, kind of landed on Warcats. Um, I mean, initially we were thinking just cats out in space or, you know, just animals of any variety out in space would be kind of hilarious to go with mm-hmm. as an idea. Um, but frankly, all of the ideas that have really come to be kind of fundamental to the project have really come from the community (laughs) in most every way. I mean, I think that some of the stuff like the historical quotes kind of slightly modified um, have definitely um, what I mean came from us initially, but um, so much of what the project has grown into um, really has ultimately come from the community. It's been, it's been really awesome. Um, And uh, in terms of like our our ambitions setting out with this project, really, we wanted to do something that was going to be fun, quirky, um, but also, you know, had some had some substance to it. You know, something um, we could develop story around and and really take in whatever direction ultimately we wanted to. Um, So when uh, yeah, ultimately, like when we when we landed on the Warcats idea, we started realizing there's potential here for um, storylines. We've actually kind of roughed out. Um, an idea of multiverse cats. Um, I don't know. Just, just taking some of the sillier things, the anthropomorphizations we have for animals, and um, you know, specifically the one around cats seems to be that they always want to murder you. So <laughs> we're we're kind of building a multiverse concept around that, um, where uh, basically uh, war cats are um, actually infiltrators from a different universe. But we'll, we'll leave that for a different day. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I know that Crispy's or, uh, sorry, Sean has already spoken a little bit to the game development that we're doing. And, um, as you guys were mentioning, we, we both really have a fondness for, um, the nineties era and specifically Game Boy Advance games and, um, Advance boards in particular was when I sunk countless hours into as a kid. So, um, we're, I mean, just being a two man team we're we're plugging away and trying to, trying to get to a place where, uh, we've developed something that's really exceptional for the community. Um, but you know, it just takes time when you're a two man, two man team, but we've really enjoyed every step of the way. I mean, initially we, I, I really thought this was going to be a weekend project, but, um, it's really evolved into so much more than that. And really all the credit for that goes to our community. Yeah. Very well said. 
Um, I was just curious. <clears throat> the next question I had for you guys, when you were uh, going through the process selection of what NFT marketplace to choose to launch your project, uh, why did you guys choose the one you did? Or what was uh, the steps leading towards it? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, um, I, I think we were, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I, I don't think that we initially, um, I, I, I think that Sean put it best when he said that he was kind of already um, really interested in the Cosmos environment, generally speaking. And when Stargaze popped up, you know, we, we saw an opportunity there to, to do something cool. Um, so I don't, I don't think it was necessarily anything initially having to do with Stargaze, but um, certainly as we've, as we've kind of grown the project and gotten to know the community, we've become a lot more passionate about it. It's been pretty, pretty wonderful. Yeah, I think he was uh, mentioning something before Juice there that you guys wanted to be a part of the Genesis too, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of, a, a lot of changes with Stargaze since. Um, yeah, when they were initially doing the community vote, um, we actually we actually ranked pretty high, but obviously there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes um, there. Um, but really, uh, us missing out on the community vote the first couple of times just gave us additional opportunity to kind of grow the project. So it's it was kind of fortuitous that we 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 didn't end up getting in on that on that initial round. Um, but really was the engagement of our community. Um, I mean, I, I mean, especially a couple members of our community were, were so pivotal in making memes for us and social media content that really helped to bring us to the eyes of the Stargaze team. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, and, and the rest is history. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Mandalorian one, and I want it. That looks really hot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we uh yeah, that's a non nondescript uh warrior figure you mean. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what we, I meant. Sorry. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah that's that right. awesome. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh yeah, uh, Disney don't don't hurt me. Uh, <laughs> but no, we're we're really grateful. I mean, really what we wanted to do was just take some of the favorite aspects of our childhoods and uh kind of kind of build that into the project. Um, in fact, one, one really heartwarming um, community response that we got was um, just a dad who was getting his kids into the NFT space and decided to buy them their first NFTs on Stargaze and, and text and uh, wrote it to us about uh, how, how um, he was um, kind of training his kids on, on how the crypto space works in general and was really excited to give his kids a um, war cat. So I'm glad that um, in the same way as we've taken inspiration from stuff that we've done as kids and really enjoyed, uh, hopefully, hopefully Warcats can do that for, for at least some people going forward. Um, but yeah, we, we, we just really wanted to instill the project with a sense of joy and kind of carefreeness. And we feel like we've, we've kind of accomplished that. That's awesome. I think the next step is for your kids to take the NFTs to school for show and tell oh, to yeah. the other kids about it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, work at the trading game. That's definitely coming. Card trading games can be great. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we're, we're I don't know. It's, it's, we, um, yeah, I, I think we, we, we just kind of stumbled into this, to be perfectly honest. And, and it's really, I know I keep saying it and, and a lot of creators do, but our community is honestly to, to, um, it, you know, really they deserve the, the monster share of the credit on this. Um, I mean, we, we kind of stumbled into this fun idea and the community has really taken it from here. So now we're just trying to use it and come up with the best stuff that we possibly can. And, um, you know, next stuff for us obviously looks like releasing a successful game. It's going to be fun for the community, but 
really our priority is just for people, you know, not not to not to take it too seriously and to and to really have fun with it. And uh, have you ever thought of partnering partnering with another artist to collaborate on a new collection, or are you guys just focused on the War Cats for the time being? Um, honestly, I, I think we're probably more interested in developing additional War Cat centric projects. Um, like one one for instance, that we had in mind is releasing um, a second line of NFTs that is more mecha-centric. Um, and then actually, you know, once we've built out the game, we can incorporate um, additional game elements based on additional NFT collections that we build. Um, so really, I, I think that we, we struck upon a good enough idea that I'd like to just continue building around this IP as opposed to building out something new. Um, you know, and that that's kind of, um, I, I think just, based on what I've heard from our community, what they'd like us to do too. One thing, if you were to work with somebody, I think your pixel look would be awesome with Wad Squad. You guys know about the squad. Oh, yeah. Jinxo oh, awesome. yeah. No. And what if, what if, the, what if the War Cats had like Wads as pets? Like you can upgrade or add a pet to your <laughs> That would be so hot. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Ahead. Yeah, you know, w- Wad was so incredibly supportive of us. The Wad Squad, um, I don't know, they're, they're such a critical um, part of Stargaze and uh, were such an, a, a big encouragement to us during the early days. I mean, we we really weren't even sure if we were going to make it onto the marketplace mm-hmm. and if all of our effort had been in vain. So a big shout out to Wad. Yeah, I was um, always playing you know, kindness yeah, but um, we we had actually been in talks with the Wad Squad to build a. Uh, I don't know if you know that game that you have in your browser, like the and Chrome, the Dinosaur Jump game. We <laughs> early on in the development of the project, we we had initially thought, well, what if we kind of broached the game development part of things with something a little bit easier? And uh, we had thought about doing something like that, where you'd have war cats just slicing through wads and jumping over obstacles. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! That's gonna yeah. like Mario, like Mario, where yeah. you take on the mushrooms and whatnot. That would be so cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'd love to do something like that in the future. You know, obviously, right now the hyper focus is meeting the finish line um, with this Advance Wars title. But I'm I'm totally open to new game ideas, especially collaborations. I mean, the Wad Squad, like I said, um, we owe them an enormous debt of debt, uh, debt of gratitude, and we, we'd love to do something like that in the future. So we got Crispy on the WordCats profile, right? Yep, yep, that's me. Yep, yep, okay. Um, so yeah, just uh, just to give people an overview again, in case they missed it, um, just tell us the size of the collection um, and tell us uh, where obviously where you can mint, which I think you said Stargaze, yeah. but just in case, are you looking at minting on other platforms um, and how much is it to mint? Yeah, so um, I believe our mint price is 200 stars. Uh, the collection is 5,000. Um, each war cat comes with a unique item, unique cat color, uh, unique background. We've built a lot of historical backgrounds into it, a lot of spacey ones. We even have a nuke background, which is awesome. Um, and each war cat comes with a modified historical quote, um, <laughs> one of which uh, being, um, uh, do not do not ask uh, what your cat can do for you, but rather what you can do for your cat, you know, stuff of that nature. <laughs> uh but yeah that, that's and it can all be minted on stargaze um we also have our website up and running which is probably the easiest way to get to the collection um if you visit our website it's warcats.art warcats.art oh wow yep. this is pretty cool yeah <laughs> uh, you click on the uh, mint 
button, the huge mint button, and it takes you straight yep. to the Gates <laughs> website. <laughs> yep, correct, correct, Mundo. Yep. You <laughs> could have made. You could have made that keep it as easy bigger. as possible. <laughs> yeah, super easy, yeah, super yeah. easy to navigate on the website. Yeah, yeah, midway. And and you know, um, and one last thing I, I want to bring up, you know, just just in lieu of transparency, we were originally creating, uh, intending to create the game really to be accessible, whether or not you had an NFT, but. Um, just as like Sean has started developing out, um, I, I don't fully understand this. He can probably address it, but um, it would basically be impossible to have the game accessible to everybody just because there are too many wallet addresses. Um, so the game will only be playable by NFT holders. Yeah, if, if because there's so many wallet addresses, uh, people could basically like uh, set up like a DDoS bot or something and snipe games um, where you know it's a, somebody might be actually be looking for a game, and then you know uh, somebody's like three uh, quadrillion or whatever uh, addresses come through and uh, just ruin the whole system. So, uh, yeah, we have to make it so that way they're at least holding a work at to be able to find a game. Cool, cool, cool. Any final any final uh, thoughts or anything you want to wrap up with, Workats? Uh, no, I mean, I think we've taken up enough of your guys' time, but we're really grateful for the opportunity, and thanks for having us on. It's been a pleasure chatting with you all. Yeah, no problem. And uh, shout out to uh, who was it? Uh, Zenchain Primus. He uh, he's the one that uh, said, "Hey, you guys should definitely have Warcats on on a uh, NFT share and chill space." I'm like, absolutely, no problem. Mm-hmm. Primus, appreciate you, brother. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you very much. And Kathleen, are you with us now? Yep. Awesome. I think the next question we were going to ask you was. Uh, you know, why did you choose Stargaze? Uh, what differentiates Stargaze from other platforms? Um, I feel like this has been repeated a lot, but definitely the community um, aspect. Everybody was just friendly. I was kind of like a lurker on um, on Discord um, and then talking to Ruan a lot about um, Stargaze was very helpful. Um, I also like it's that it's uh, no carbon emission either, or like balanced out, I guess. So that's that's kind of a plus, although it wasn't like, I guess, a requirement. Um, but that I thought that was really cool as well. Um, but yeah, mostly the community. Um, I was introduced to a lot of people like Stardy and like kind of some other artists as well. Is is Stargaze really uh, carbon neutral? Are they partnered up with Regen Networks? I I don't know. That's the first yeah. thing I heard about this. Yeah, no, there was a proposal um, a while ago. I would have to look it up, actually. I have Kepler open, but I do remember there was Osmosis proposal, Stargaze proposal uh, towards becoming carbon neutral. Uh, so, yes, yeah, yeah. That's a you thing know, for sure. That type of thing, is that really common outside of our, our ecosystem? Because I truly don't know, and I think that's that's something cool that we do here in Cosmos. I do believe there's another big blockchain. I don't know if it's Polygon. Uh, I'd have to double check, but I I know there is another blockchain that does uh, promote that they are carbon negative, and they claim to be the first carbon negative blockchain uh, that exists. I just forget the name. Can't think of it off the top of my head. I'll try and find it though. Cool. Cool. So I was going to ask the next question. I was just looking here on Stargaze Launchpad. Uh, 
Pad Pals is already on the launch pad and now minting. Yep. I, and you mentioned there are 75. It's about 50% minted and you can get them for 2,350 stars. Uh-huh. I was just curious about the next collection. I know the Demon collection. We, are you planning to launch that on stars, Stargaze as well? Yeah, uh, I think either Stargaze or Tezos. Uh, just because I, I'm trying to weigh the options. But I think I, I'm very comfortable like with the community here as well. So probably Stargaze, but no promises, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I plan to launch the next collection um, within like six months. So kind of a while because they are hand-drawn, most of them. Um, some will be generated, but um, it will take a long time. I, I have a couple of illustrators this time around, so it will go a lot faster. Um, but yeah, I'm excited um, to have other illustrators on board with me and also a marketing manager this time. Do you uh, roughly know how much you'll be selling the Demon Dudes for? Um, it depends on how many we generate. Um, but if I give like a USD estimate, probably similar to Pad Pal, so maybe like 70 USD. I don't, okay, I'm not cool. sure what that would convert to in the future, depending on like market conditions and stuff. So I don't, I don't know the conversion off the top of my head, but to stars. Yeah, no worries. I was just trying to get a rough estimate. I really like the art. I was just curious myself too. <laughs> yeah. I really wish that I could, um, kind of make the gener- generative ones, like maybe if they were a separate collection, like have them cheaper than the hand-drawn ones. Cause the hand-drawn ones are very detailed and like take a long time for demon dudes. They're more detailed than the pad pals ones. So, um, yeah, that's a thought that I had as well, because I, I want to be accessible. Um, but I also want to be fair to like my team of artists time, um, that they're putting into this. So yeah, that makes sense. Especially if majority is hand drawn, that blows my mind. You guys must be passionate about it because, uh, yeah, to put in, uh, the time to hand draw NFTs is just amazing to me. It, it makes it more valuable in my opinion. Yeah, I think like the artwork, um, it it just feels more meaningful and like fulfilling for me to um, hand draw and be able to share my art um, with the community. So, yeah. Yeah, no, my mom used to be an artist and sold her paintings in stores. So uh, it's cool to see like still by hand being done and generating revenue in different ways it's just uh yeah interesting to see all the different various types of projects and how they go about creating the art Uh, i was curious too um are you aware of uh the other nft marketplaces in the cosmos like uh loop marketplace uh as well as stash and omniflix um stash i actually met up with at consensus um and chatted to them um a bit um, so yeah, I think, I think they're cool. I'm not aware of the other ones though. Um, but yeah, I have a I know, uh, <laughs> I know Stargaze is, uh, implementing the ability to stake your NFT in the future. But for instance, right now, uh, 
Loop is already offering NFT staking rewards. So you can actually uh, purchase an NFT and stake it immediately and earn daily rewards that are claimable and usable uh, in their, uh, I guess, order book or decks for uh, adding liquidity to pools and farming and loot markets. But uh, Stash, for instance, uh, one of their advantages would be offering the privacy uh, that comes along with Secret Network and using Secret Secret. And uh, Omniflix focuses on creators and has many different use cases that attract people to their platform. I think one of them was the ability to use MP4, uh, including audio in your NFTs. So I feel like uh, every marketplace has its own pros and cons at the moment. And it's interesting to hear other people's takes on it as well. Yeah, um, I I will definitely look into um, those other platforms. I'm this is my first project, so I'm pretty new um, to the space as an artist. Yeah, I know there's uh, quite a few of them in the cosmos, and uh, another cool feature of Stash, for instance, is the ability to auction um, and place bids on NFTs. And uh, I personally haven't seen the others do that yet. I know Loop is working on that, but I don't know if that's available yet. Maybe Gaines can confirm that. But uh, Not that I know of, but we got Nats up here, and I know they're working closely with the, the Loop NFT team. Hey, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> Getting there. I keep uh, making it so our collection has to be redone. I'm never satisfied, people. Uh, no, uh, yeah, Loop does have that, that staking um, where you buy an NFT, you stake it, and you will earn Loop. And then uh, it's up to the developers, but you can either make it so the Loop is kind of like at, on different tiers, like Trader did. He has a great collection out there on Loop. Or you can uh, make it uh, so that everybody gets the same amount. So it, it's interesting. I haven't heard of the auction thing yet, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I know Citizen requested to speak. You might have a question for some of the projects up here. So we'll get to the questions and then we'll move on with Kathleen. Uh, can I speak? Or... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got okay. the floor. Um, I came on to a Stargaze one, NFT a uh, long time ago, maybe several months ago, and asked if they, because uh, the Stargaze was hosting it, and I asked them uh, if they were getting ready to do uh, text-based stuff uh, like uh, Mirror.xyz. Um, I, I guess I'm I'm not into and I, I discovered NFT in 2016, but like the things that I'm trying to do is really with the physical uh, asset uh, connecting to digital, which is going to take years. Um, but uh, I'm trying to get. Um, I, I'm an architect, and I have a lot of art, artist background uh, friends. Um, and they're not, I mean, they're older like me, older set like me. So they're not like some of the younger artists that are getting in, um, but they're serious artists, right? And so we want quality of these uh, professional artists in there as well as like fun loving, you know, creative graphic designs and illustrations as well. But um, like, I'm hesitant to, like, I, I would love um, to get them into Stargaze, but uh, like cu currently, Foundation is like kind of seen as like the professional site, I guess, for artists. Um, how many, like, I, I guess uh, the most important question that I had uh, for you uh, NFT experts here uh, is, 
How many, uh, first of all, NFT uh, sites are there within Cosmos ecosystem, like rough, roughly? And, and, and the most important question being, are they all interchangeable with IBC right now? Oh, that's a great question. So you're asking how many different marketplaces we have in Cosmos, right? NFT are... Yeah, I, I, we, don't have a, we don't have like an Osmos of NFT. Like we don't have a deep... Like we don't have... Like this has been always been proper like last six years. Like, I, like NFT is the most exciting thing for me personally because I, I think it could do... I just wrote a posted on my site um, on uh, what I call sharded uh, IP NFT, which is an intellectual property. Which is everything. So, like right now, intellectual property is just the JPEG uh, and some music, audio file somewhere on other other places, and videos coming and all that. Like with the, uh, uh, I forgot the name of one of the Cosmos chain that you guys were talking about with that uh, spinning wheel, red, blue, and red thing. Uh, flex something, flex, right? Omniflex. Yeah, uh, yeah Omniflex. Omni so that's coming, but obviously that that's data intensive, so that's going to take some time. But it's very exciting future. Um, and I believe we're still running um, 721, which is a sub 1000 series first generation NFT protocol. Yeah. And we're up to 4000 now, right? Um, and again, like I think the most important thing is in interchangeability, not of the NFT it's itself, non fungibility aspects, but just in a marketplace. Like if I, or if uh, artists were to create a poetry or uh, uh, JPEG or Illustrator, whatnot, and uh, Stargaze and Minted and Stargaze, could you move that around to other chains? Like, it's not possible still, right? Not that I know of. So the, to answer your first question, though, was um, how many marketplaces we've got. So the one that we, we were really familiar with right now is obviously Stargaze. Um, and then the next one is Stash. Uh, that one's on Secret. Uh, we have Omniflix. We have um, Loop. NFT marketplace. We have Hoppers on Juno. Uh, so yeah, Loop is on Juno and Hoppers is on Juno. Uh, Hoppers is more of, I don't know, like not too many people know about it, but yeah, it's there. And there's also, there's also um, Orbit marketplace on Atmos from yep. the Orbital Apes. Well, there's Orbital also Talus, which is now on Juno as well. More the merrier, but again, I think it goes to uh, uh, the ability for artists the content creators to be able to like uh, without uh, being held into one chain like like if, if uh, osmo token was held to osmo osmo chain it would be like what's going on here like we need to be able, able to move atom tokens around everywhere even outside the cosmos right like at a central exchange so uh within cosmos space itself so like the reason why i'm kind of starting to get uh, into i started buying some uh, uh stargaze and whatnot and started getting into it because I think uh, Shane, right? Like the founder at uh, Stargaze. So I was uh, kind of going back and forth with him yesterday about the Sheridan IP. But before that, I think a couple of days ago, uh, I was uh, asking people around about um, uh, like what, that we need a social, uh, Web3 social, right? Because we're on Twitter, <laughs> Web2, but we need our own version of social. And uh, how came up. So I was kind of talking about how, and then Shane popped in. And said, "Oh yeah, like what Hal's doing, and 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 the question or the challenge that I have for Hal team, which is like a, supposed to be Web three Twitter, right, for Cosmos. Uh, the for the 
challenge that I have for like a Needlecast and other people that is creating how team. I, uh, and then there's this like 21 year old young guy who's uh, uh, one of the co-founders, which is awesome. But I asked him like, seeing uh, what's the name, Dan Kryptonium's uh, video, because he did a video on how you guys should check it out. And it was very cumbersome because every time you send a, a love button, like button, which is like a little tokenomics of like you pay people, it's kind of like a modern Patreon system, right? You reward the content that you like of the um, posters. Um, and then like, it was just too cumbersome because every time you click a button, you have to sign, sign and pay for it, right? Like the typical Kepler uh, ledger stuff. So it was just like, it was not gonna happen. So I asked around on Twitter, and Shane jumped in and said, oh, yeah, we did that before we made a pivot. And I saw Shane's pivot uh, on YouTube like a couple of years ago. Uh, and then he pivoted to Stargaze. So here we are. And he explained to me on Twitter that without Stargaze being uh, NFT as a digital uh, posting, right, uh, we can't create a social. So that's his logic. And he's one of the smartest uh, guys out there uh, in, in this kind of uh uh, work and and so now he's so he I don't know if that was alpha or not or like pre-alpha but he essentially is, is, has said like uh, Stargaze is going to become social right more than just an NFT marketplace and minting place kind of like competing with how which is awesome so like this is getting really complex and we're now talking about like a couple of years down the road and th so this is why I'm like really excited because Stargaze oh it's Stargaze is just more than NFT place now. And so I'm thinking about investing for the long term. And uh, I'm hoping to work with Shane and, and basically download my ideas that I had for like last six years on him so he could use it if he wants to. Um, but again, like ultimately, I think what's going to unlock NFT is for the ability for NFT to get outside the gate of its own minted foundry uh, location. So I think you guys should be kind of pushing uh, the community uh, and kind of talking uh, uh, talking about that so that we get to free NFT out of just our, our silo chambers. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I, ha I have a trader with his hand up for a little while, so let traders speak. Hey, traders, you there? Hey, yeah, uh, sorry, yeah. I, was, I was still muted. <laughs> I just, give me one second. Oh, oh, we were uh, going to go with traders. He had a question, so I'll let him go. Well, oh, no, I, I had more of a comment uh, just okay. to say that I know that there's a working group that is working on um, on the NFTs going interoperable. So I know that that's something I believe being led by uh, Orbital Command, but don't quote me on that. Um, but I do know I, I've spoken to a few of the people who are working on that um ICS standard that would make uh NFTs interoperable across chain. I know it's something that's definitely in the works and uh you know I, I'm looking forward to that day because yeah I do think ultimately uh you know the the true vision of um of the cosmos will need to live on in I in NFTs as well. And I don't think you know just because somebody mints their project on um, you know, on loop doesn't mean that the person can't transfer it over to Stargaze and operate on Stargaze if that's where their, you know, preferred platform and, you know, the preferred audience is for what they're looking at. So I, I know that's in the works. I am not part of it. So I don't know much more details on that other than just the little rumors I hear. I last heard, time, I heard, the last time I was speaking with uh, Jake or now, he said that they were working really hard on, on that feature. So I can't freaking wait. 
I can't freaking wait. When I when I first came out to Cosmos, um, I think one of the first actually the Cos uh, the uh, Twitter Space Cosmos Space, um, which was not that long ago. Um, I think it was Jack Zemplin or somebody, one of the OGs uh, that worked on IBC. And I was kind of learning about IBC, or I was learning about the NFT side of IBC because obviously DeFi, uh, token, token, uh, uh, fungible tokens transferring uh, through the IBC, all that stuff. That's, e- that's fine, easy to understand. But like I was wondering whether NFT would work through IBC too. And he said yes. Do you guys know anything about that? Like how NFT and IBC, what what Trader just said about interoperability, uh, interoperability might work? That would be super interesting if that comes to fruition one day. How they create that is beyond me. I'm not that technically skilled, but uh, it is a very interesting concept to think about. Because uh, because ultimately, uh, IBC is a tunnel or a bridge or however people put in their head. I, I use I use a tunnel because like bridges get broken all the time. Um, it's it's behind. It's it's un- like you know you know. There's no you know like it's not like wormhole where you go to a place and you know do things. It's just behind the scene. And so, um, yeah, I I am just as excited because I think IBC is a crown jewel tech of uh, Cosmos Network. And if NFT, if IBC was designed with uh, designed with NFT as well in mind, I mean, <laughs> it's insane. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there really quick so I can wrap it up with Kathleen because he's got to go, and then I'll go to um Natego. Okay, Natego, sorry about that. So Kathleen, do you have any final statements, thoughts you want to share with the audience? Because I know you got to run. Yeah. Um. So just I don't know. Thank you for having me. Um, it was a really fun space. Um, was really cool that I got to learn about some other projects like work hats and such. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything. Um, just you know, if you're interested in like the 1930s cartoon style stuff, definitely check out my stuff or DM me if you have any other questions. Um, but I was really happy to be a part of the space and listen in. Thanks. Hey, thank you for stopping by and. Uh... Please, please join our next space when you want to give us any more alpha or updates. You're always welcome to join. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. See ya. See ya. Hey, Natego. Hi, everyone. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound okay, like cool. a little tunnel, though, a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay, is that any better? Mm, we can hear you, but it still sounds kind of kind of funky. Okay. Any now better? Okay. Hi, uh, I just wanted to mention the fact that um, just last week, Axelon's um, NFT, which was minted on MintStyle.io, was able to bridge from Ethereum, which was minted, to Polygon, and now to BSC. So that technology already exists. And Axelon is a bridge which is being used in the Cosmos ecosystem. So there's every possibility that it can bridge back into our ecosystem and back out. So that's just something to be aware of that actually exists. Can you um, can you repeat the first part of it? I missed it. You said it went from what chain to it started up, it was minted on Ethereum. Uh-huh. Then straight away after minting you could bridge it to bridge the NFT to Polygon and list it there if you so desire an open, an open sea. Then right now it's been bridged to BSC. 
and there's some other chain, Moonbeam, which you can also be bridged to. So that's already working, and I participated to see how it works. And it still, it, was, it worked great. There was no waiting or just almost immediate. So there's um, hope that such technology already exists. And we do know Excel is closely affiliated with um, Osmosis and uh, the Cosmos ecosystem, larger system. So they're already doing interesting things in that direction. So we can expect that if they're able to connect EVM chains, builds to different standards, then when they, come, when they bring the assets back to the ecosystem, it's going to be much easier to move it around. So I don't think it's very far. I think it's very close. Technology of moving um, NFTs. Yes. Um, traders, you got your hand up. And then after traders, we'll go to Planet of Cosmos. They've been waiting patiently. Oh, uh, yeah. Just wanted to say, I think it's going to be a really interesting journey to see all of that happen. Um, just from a like a usability side for the community, that's going to be awesome. I do think one of the challenges will be from like a project founder side is um, how the royalties get handled. I think it'll be really interesting because obviously for every new marketplace on every new chain that like one of these things goes to, you know, you need to like set up a wallet or receiving wallet for that, you know, kind of royalties. If you're going to, you know, maintain those royalties, I think that'll just become like kind of the additional step and challenge that maybe exists um, for like project founders and for project teams. Um, and, you know, I guess as the cosmos continues to expand, which I think we're going to continue to see like a massive explosion of expand of, of the cosmos here, you know, that'll be just a, an interesting journey. I wonder if there's also going to be kind of tooling that can be implemented from a founder and from a project team side that will maybe be like a one click set, you know, um, like royalties and set it up so that it, it like works for you because otherwise it's going to be a really big task you know, uh, to set up, to chase down all the different marketplaces and set up uh, the different royalties so that, uh, you know, that you're capturing the value of your project, um, you know, especially for smaller teams, artist-only teams, uh, or, or anything that is like, you know, DAO-driven, making sure that all that gets driven back to the project and the community. Yeah, I can see that being a major, major task because imagine people um, transferring their NFTs to a different chain and then selling on their marketplace where it has different set fees. I think it's going to be a huge challenge. I, I, for real, it's going to be a huge, huge challenge. Yeah, for sure. And, and I don't say that at all because I discourage like the process or the idea of it. I'm fully in support of it. I was just more bringing a conversational point just for kind of thought, uh, food for thought. I think perhaps in, within Cosmos, that's where uh, Stargaze could lead, perhaps, or the large, Stargaze is the largest NFT uh, chain, right? That's a good question. I'd it, be interested it, to see the metrics. Is, is Stargaze the largest within Cosmos? Probably by volume, but I don't know. I mean, if you're talking like team size, like how many people are working on it, I don't know how many, like the individual breakdown of the different teams. Well, I think it's it's more about the community, in my opinion, more so than the core number of developers or uh, transactions even. Because it serves the people, right? So, and 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 what's going to drive NFT currently is artists. Um, so, if 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 Star, I, I I believe Stargaze is the largest hub. So Stargaze becomes a zone, right? It kind of like a Cosmos hub. 
but for NFT, and then chain could do, obviously, it's going to take years, uh, but it could do like social and compete with how, whatever. But Stargaze first becomes a NFT zone within the Cosmos, and then it sets a, a, a protocols and policies of transaction standardization before it gets out of control. It's kind of like what Osmos and Juno did with like a 5% validator uh, flat fee. or And then uh, Adam was early and like we were debating, like, you know, there's a lot of debate arguments about what the minimum, like free market uh, uh, mindset versus like the minimum uh, fee mindset kind of people. So it's kind of political right now. But Osmos and Junos and other chains have a, a 5% validator fee and that kind of standardized it and i think stargaze could become a nft hub and kind of set the tone so that that craziness you guys are talking about could be somewhat standardized we need standardization guys because that's how things mature and standardization and regulation or constraints are part of design elements so i would uh, recommend designer or developers to think about that i'm just gonna jump in here i know uh Planets of Cosmos has been waiting a while, so I thought we could uh, start as- asking some questions and uh, get to know you a little better. Uh, first one, uh, I'm just curious for the audience, uh, wh- whom are we speaking to behind the mic for Planets of Cosmos? Yes. Um, hi, everyone. I am Beta Cryptic. I am one of the co-founders of Planet of Cosmos. Um, <clears throat> we are three co-founders. We started the, pro- the project in March. Planet of Cosmos is a DAO. Um and yeah, it's Peter Cryptic uh, behind the profile today. Nice, nice to meet you. Um, would you be able to give a quick summary to the audience of uh, Planets of Cosmos? Uh, maybe just like a minute or less, uh, yes. just for anyone who's not aware of the project. Of course, uh, Planet of Cosmos is a DAO. Um, we started in March and we launched our, our first NFT project in June, which was Planet of Cosmos. Um, that was like a test. We we launched on Stargaze. It went. Uh, well, because the community loved the artwork, but it was different uh, than what people were accustomed to, so it was not as popular. Um, now that we know how everything works and we came up with better ideas for the DAO, uh, we are going to be dropping the second and third collection, which is why we what I what we wanted to discuss here today. Awesome. Uh, so you guys have a couple different collections along the way, and I noticed I was going through your Twitter. Uh, one of the things that I see here is uh, the Overload airdrop. So I noticed that uh, you're airdropping parts of the collection to the Genesis holders. Yes. Um, let me explain um, how is it that we are working it because we are having a we are having DAO with three NFTs, but each one will have different utilities. Um, I will not cover like everything because it will be quite long if I talk about the first project, but. The second project, which is going to be dropping tomorrow, hopefully, um, if my developer has time to coordinate with me, um, we have everything ready. We just need to deploy it on the blockchain and that's it. Um, but it's going to be an airdrop, 100%. Uh, we chose people from um, our original ho- holders of the Planet of Cosmos project, as well as Stargate Spunk holders, Space, uh, Space Ape Society, and IBC Friends. We took different snapshots and just took addresses at random. So that's why it's called a fair drop. Um, and as a matter of fact, if we have less than 34 people here, I can sign you all up for the airdrop tomorrow. Um, I, don't, I don't know if, if Lil Gaines would like me to do that, 
Um, but yeah, we have 34 extras because it's going to be a total of 500. So I can drop them here today. And that's going to be basically our airdrop NFT. Um, we are doing it this way because every anyone who owns the civilizations, which is a Twitter banner, uh, will be able to get airdrops and whitelists for our future collections. The first one being the Overlords, which is going to be the new DAO token. Um, there's going to be a total of 2,500 Overlords. And everyone who gets a civilization now will get a drop and a whitelist for that project, which is probably coming after the Cosmoverse, because uh, we're going to be over there and we're going to uh, show ourselves to the community and and bring some goodies over there to Colombia, like T-shirts and stuff. So if you see us there and we have T-shirts, you you may get one. Hey, last time I talked to you, um, I think you weren't going to go to Cosmoverse, so now you changed your mind. Yeah, huh? yeah. It was actually uh, pretty interesting. Like, circumstances changed, and, and I found a way to be able to go, as well as my developer. So we're both going to be over there. Awesome, dude. Awesome. When, when are you guys going to get there? What day? Uh, I'm getting there on the 25th, like, at 10, uh, sorry, sorry, 26th I, at 1 a.m., so I'm coming on the same day but i'm leaving on i think it's friday 30th or something like that so I, i'm gonna be there for a couple of days and we will for sure meet somewhere definitely bro we have a big team heading out there me marty up here you need to tell me um, your size so i can bring you a t-shirt like i'm bringing it at random i don't know who's gonna get it i'm thinking like five of these ten of those and and i'll see who i get them to <laughs> yep yep I'm a, I'm a large in case that you're wondering and marty I'm a large as well. <laughs> but yeah, for, I would love one. For, for anyone in this space right now, if you send me your Stargaze address within the next hour, I can sign you up for the airdrop tomorrow because I just, you know, I, I don't want to keep track of it. So any any message I get with an address for the next one hour, I'll take it in consideration. But we only have 34 slots left. Hey, PLC, uh, can I ask you like how you got started in, in Cosmos and oh, NFT? Yeah, well, actually, I have been in crypto um, for a little while already, um, but I started in Cosmos in like 2020, I think it was. No, no, no. On, when Osmosis came out, I think it was um, the beginning of 2021. Uh, but anyways, I started with, with Osmosis when it comes to the Cosmos ecosystem, but I've been in crypto since 2017. Um, I missed two years, so you can say since 2020 for real. Uh, so I started in Cosmos with Osmosis and everything, testing different protocols. I was part of it, like when Stargaze launched, I, I mentored of the Genesis collections, uh, IBC Friends and Punks, and it was just pretty cool. And having an NFT project was never like an idea of mine, um, but due to bad experiences that I had with some um, NFT communities, I'm not going to name names, but you know, I, I, wanna, I, I said like, yeah, I should release my own project and do things how I want them to be. Um, and then I'm part of a Latin American community of like 200 people. And they like encouraged me like, yeah, you should, you should go for it and, and let's do it. And you know, what was a wild dream became a reality. And now, um, my team is growing and we are creating better art and better utilities. Um, because we, we just don't want to be like an NFT studio or an NFT creator. We want to be a DAO, like set up a validator, set up a marketplace, work with different chains. Uh, but that takes funding, which we don't have. Uh, so for right now, we're doing what we can with creating cool NFT you guys like. And along the way, as we get the funding for the DAO or SARS goes up in price, then we can go ahead and do what we want to be our dreams, which is supporting the cosmos. What? Where are you based? 
Um, we are based from the Dominican Republic. Um, there's a small niche of cosmonauts here. Um, I think we wanted, we wanted like 40 to go now for the Cosmoverse so that people see there's a movement here. Uh, I'm not sure how many of us are going to make it, um, but I know 10 people for sure that are going to go. So there's going to be a, a couple of Dominicans over there. So you start you started with Osmos and then you moved to Stargaze. Um, so you were working with the Osmos team. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying I'm talking about the the ecosystem. Um, but in terms of working for crypto, I I I don't like I have a part time for a for a private crypto company. I'm not gonna mention. Uh, but it's just like you know a job as technical support. But uh, in terms of being involved with other projects, um, Planet of Cosmos is the only one that I have right now. So you're moving to uh, transition into POC 100% as soon as you can, right? That's where of, you are. Of course, yeah. of course. I mean, right now I'm carrying it with my two full-time jobs, but my like my dream is to be able to to work for a DAO or something that actually uh, that I actually enjoy doing. You know. Yeah. Thanks, uh, citizen. We were basically going to ask like, a lot of those questions that you um, asked them. So <laughs> <laughs> we're good, though. We're good. I, I literally was just going to ask you those questions, but um. I guess we'll move on to the next one. And um, how did how did you choose Stargaze as your like preferred um, NFT marketplace? What were the tools that they offered that you're like, yes, I'm going to build there versus Stash or versus Omniplex? You know, um, I saw Stargaze and I took a, a big close look from the beginning. Um, I didn't even care much about studying the others because I, I saw their vision and, and they were like developing for for quite a while and it was something like from the community for the community a marketplace that um you know is based on their own members being the ones that maintain it and their users being the one that maintain it um via you know the burn and and the more you use it the more it's burned and that's more reward to stakers and all that so you know since the core of a DAO is being able to benefit your community like it's not only spending you should be able to benefit them in a way then we thought we have the same core values um stargaze has which is like from the community for the community. Uh, we see Planet of Cosmos like from cosmonauts to cosmonauts. Um, so that's why we chose Stargaze. Um, also, the the tools that were available to develop on Stargaze were um, fairly straightforward, if you can say like that way. Like I have a little experience with software engineering and all that, um, but I won't say like I'm an expert programmer and. and I think anyone like that knows how to, how to follow instructions is able to to go ahead and and throw a, a Stargaze, a, a project on Stargaze. Of course, I needed a developer uh, because I do so many things in terms of writing the menu, the mediums, managing the socials, and creating art. I, I work in different parts of the project, um, so I, I do need to have a developer. But it's I think it's fairly simple to work on Stargaze, um, honestly, compared to to other platforms. And I just love it. Like the fact that it's um, zero, zero carbon and zero fees and rewards to people who support the market. I, I and, and, the, and the market cap is so low that I only see potential from here. Um, and now with the DAO, DAO integrations coming and the interchain NST transfers that we were mentioning earlier, um, there will be the possibility of transferring NFTs from Stargaze to Ethereum. Um, I don't know the technicals of it, but I have heard it's going to be possible. And for anyone uh, who wants to be a part of Planets of Cosmos, I know 
the mint uh, is already over on Stargaze. It's sold out. But uh, if you are interested, I believe they're already on the marketplace. And uh, if you want to be a part of the DAO, you just need to get yourself a Genesis uh, NFT of the collection. Um, the Genesis NFT now, it's just a yield generating um, NFT because like 70% of our treasury is a state. And 55% of the rewards of the treasury go to the original NFT holders because what we did to transition uh, was that the original holders are going to get the civilizations so that they can get the overlords, which is going to be the new DAO token. So they will keep the original utility of um, yield bearing of the planet of cosmos while getting two NFTs for free. And one of them being the new DAO token, which is what we are going to be um, using as the main DAO token now, uh, which is more appealing to, to to the masses. I know people like PFPs and, you know, having a planet in your profile picture may be cool, but it's not what, what the people really like. So that's why we had to to do a switch around with that idea and, and change the DAO, the DAO token to be a, a profile picture. Can you talk a little bit about how someone gets like their their wallet verified in your discord because i see that you have that feature uh yes so for now um you you can do it with the planets but it's better to just get the civilization airdrop either via airdrop or from the market so that you can get the overlord planets have a different benefit which is yield bearing so as our treasury grows the planets are going to be making more staking rewards um, because it's a combined treasury but it won't serve for DAO purposes anymore uh, it's going to be the Overlords, which is going to be minting next month. And we're going to airdrop 500 to the Civilization holders. So if you want to be part of the DAO, your best bet is getting a Civilization. When we drop it tomorrow, since it's going to be free, they're probably going to be pretty cheap. Of You know, people, there's always people. So you can get it pretty cheap and you are going to for sure get your Overlord when we drop it. Have you guys ever thought about collaborating with anybody else uh, that has projects on Stargaze or other NFT marketplaces? Is that of interest of the team or is this a solo project? It is. It is. I mean, I'm up for collaborating with with anyone, honestly. And and we think community is one of the big parts of um, on crypto. Um, you know, it's what I mentioned about having a job and 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 handling so many parts of the project uh, that you know reaching out to other projects to see what we can do is a second thought sometimes but as things get settled uh, we're gonna get there however if you think of anyone that wants to do anything with us for any reason we're open doors like we can go ahead but we are not reaching out to anyone like to collaborating in something in particular right now that makes sense with the vision and direction of this project specifically yeah, and the reason is because, you know, right now the treasury, we have to safeguard it because um, STARS is pretty low in price and, and our treasury is pretty small. Right now we have like 80,000 STARS, uh, which in terms of USD, it's not a lot right now, but it's going to be. So we are counting on that um, while increasing that amount so that we can be a sustainable uh, structure in the future. Anything else that we didn't cover, Planet of Cosmos, that you want to share with the community? Um, no, that was pretty much it. And and again, whoever sends me the address within one hour, I'm gonna put it in the list for the last thirty four slots. Um, and I'm gonna and you're gonna get your airdrop tomorrow. Um, so I'm gonna be waiting for those. Cool. Well, thank you very much. And remember, hold it because that's gonna be your token to our future collections. Will do. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much, Gaines, uh, for the opportunity of being here again. Yeah, dude, and we'll see you at uh, Cosmoverse. So, of course, uh, of course. Hit forget- me up as soon as you're there. No, I won't forget. Yeah. Don't forget to ping us, uh, message us on Telegram or, or Twitter. Of course. We'll meet up somewhere. I'll probably forget your shirt size, though, when, when I go in and do, do them, but I'll try. You said large, right? Yeah, yep. Hey. Okay, okay, cool. Hey, traders, I know you're up here. I don't know if you wanted to give uh, the community an update on your project. Here, you're more than welcome to. Uh, yeah, sure. Thanks. Uh, definitely will take the chance to, to say hi and, and speak to my project. Um, so, yeah, so anybody who doesn't know, we were the first project that went to the launch pad for Loop's new marketplace. Um, we are still minting as we speak. Um, so, yeah, uh, go check out the Loop marketplace. Every one of our uh, NFTs has some uh, Loop tokens associated with it. Uh, the Loop tokens can be claimed via staking of the NFT over a 60-day period. Um, we still have our Tier 1 and three of our Tier 2 NFTs sitting out there. And the Tier 1 uh, NFT has 100,000 Loop tokens on it. Uh, and then the Tier uh Twos have um, 25,000 loop tokens associated with it. So those are pretty big paydays if you're the one who mints uh, one of those. I think the tier one is worth like close to $3,000 alone just in the loop tokens. And then there's also a G key from the Gelato team, which I'm not sure the current price of G key at the moment. So not going to like quote a price there. But yeah, so the, the loop alone is worth like 3000 uh, right now. So those are pretty exciting. Um, still waiting, hoping somebody mints one of those. Uh, and then beyond that, we've kind of started a little bit um, on, you know, uh, on kind of building up our games and, and our Discord. So right now we have a weekly price prediction for just the Juno asset uh, going on in our Discord, just using a bot. Um, it's going to eventually be built on chain. Uh, but, you know, while that's in development, we figure we might as well uh, have some fun with the kind of wild price action we've had here and, and see who uh, is able to kind of guess the price of or predict the price of, of Juno uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, like I said, that's eventually going to be built out on chain uh, as part of our roadmap. But uh, in the meantime, I, I figure we might as well get the games kind of started. So we're in week two now. Uh, we just had our, our week one close on Sunday. Um, so a couple people uh, were able to, you know, already win, uh, win back their, you know, their, uh, their stake or their uh, mint money already. So those guys are already well on profits and still holding their NFT, which is good for them. Um, let's see here. Other than that, I guess, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be at Cosmoverse. I wish I was. Uh, I do have a friend's wedding that weekend. So that's very unfortunate for me. But uh, Marty, I think I saw your hand up. Do you have a question? Oh, I was just going to ask a random question. Um, I was just curious why why was it G key that you guys selected as part of the reward for potentially minting between the four tiers that you guys offer? Uh, ultimately, I mean the the it was just going to be loop tokens. Um, the like just coincidentally in the days before our mint. Uh, I think the Gelato team sent out a tweet about like, you know, hey, we want to hide some G keys in some like random places. Where should we hide them? I think some people from the Gelato community like tagged us and were like, can we hide them, you know, along with the loop tokens 
in the Traders Mint. And so like that kind of like tweet storm uh, led to me getting put in contact with the Gelato team. And they just said, you know, hey, like, how about 3G key that you can spread across your mint in, in some way that, you know, fit is fitting to the structure you have. And I said, you know, absolutely. Like, of course, you know, it's a, it was a benefit I was able to provide to the community. So um, I'm always down to provide additional benefits to the community. Nice. That's interesting. And one more quick question. Uh, just because I actually minted a, a trader myself and I'm staking it. Um, where I uh, I quickly looked at your Twitter. How often do you guys have these price prediction games? Is that just done through the Loot Market website as well? I must I must have missed that when I was on there last. Oh uh, no! So it's it's actually just right now in our Discord. So like this is a very temporary setup that it's in our Discord. Um, but basically, like the the on chain game is getting built out in the background. Um using like uh you know price oracles and all the on-chain sort of you know mechanics that are needed uh to like kind of implement the structure of this price prediction game but in the meantime what we basically have is just we're using a bot and i mean like just going to caveat this here uh it's the same bot that we use to collect whitelist addresses so when you go to our discord please don't enter a whitelist address even though it does say like paste address and please put in your price prediction uh it wasn't worth the like multiple thousands of dollars of development cost to build out like our own custom bot for this very very temporary uh situation so uh what we did is we're just using we're using this like already existing whitelist bot uh and we're having people enter a price prediction and it opens on sunday closes on wednesday for entering price predictions uh, and then the price you're predicting for is the following Sunday. So, you know, there's kind of like a anywhere from like a one week to four day in advance kind of prediction um, that you're you're making for the price of the asset. But I do know like not everybody's going to be around on, on like Sunday and Monday. So I'll try and give a little window for them to actually enter the price. But I definitely don't want somebody sitting there, you know, like 10 minutes before it closes and like adjusting their price to try and, um, you know, game the system and win. So there is like a... A closing period in advance so that if you don't enter on time you don't get to like steal the prize from people who are actually trying to you know like learn and grow cool yeah i definitely want to check that out i want to try it myself do you need to link your nft to gain access to this channel to be able to play the price prediction game yes uh so we did build out a custom bot that does verification of holders and it is able to read whether you have the nft staked or not staked, uh, we do query both our normal NFT contract and the loop staking contracts. So we're able to kind of return values on both of those. So you don't need to like unstake to, originally, just to, to give a heads up, originally we, you did have to. Um, so I don't know if anybody like tried it during that that time period. Uh, it did take us a little bit to kind of problem solve how to query the, the loop uh, staking contract. Um, so yeah, so we figured that out. So now you can just go use our bot uh, input your address and it's going to like return all of your NFTs, whether they're staked or not. Hey, hey raccoons, cool. you guys, done, you guys done asking him, uh, shop talk questions. I need, I need a raccoon mask to uh, join you guys as co-hosts. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Trador, I have a question for you. Uh, how is your transition going so far? Cause I, I assume you're, uh, coming in from Terra ecosystem because of the loop, right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. So we were uh, we were definitely a project that was 
minting or going to mint on uh, Terra. And uh, then when the collapse happened, and I, I know I've told this story a lot of different times, but, you know, along with everybody else, we were like kind of floating and very lost in what to do next. Uh, in through our contacts across the Terra ecosystem, we got put in touch with Loop. Uh, as I got to talking with the team, I got really excited about this concept of the reward NFTs and kind of the, the crossover between between DeFi and NFTs. And uh, I thought it was a really exciting opportunity uh, to, again, add some extra utility to our collection because I didn't intend to and don't intend to like release a token with ours. So I was able to kind of give back to something with the loop tokens for the community, uh, again, giving kind of an immediate utility. And I just, I saw a lot of parallels between me and the marketplace for loop and, and the focus on the DeFi meeting NFTs, uh, which was kind of the ethos for the project. Um, so yeah, I, I was just really excited about uh, that opportunity, and I ended up kind of, you know, taking that uh, that leap to be the very first project to mint on their their platform. What are some of the cultural differences between Terra and Cosmos that you're here, and how long have like I think what's well, several months, right? So, what are the cultural differences? Uh, I mean, I, I think uh, it's hard for me to speak about that. I think you know. It's tough to compare a space that was in, you know, this ultra and ultimately unsustainable bull run to like the the mentality of people who have kind of been, you know, grinding and building in a you know tough market condition for like the last six months. So I mean, like in terms of like the community, obviously there's like a lot of uh like there's a lot of awesome people in the cosmos community and i'm very happy to be here and part of them i just think that the size of the community is a lot smaller uh the like energy level is you know a little bit more tempered uh by comparison to terra and a lot of that just has to do with the fact that like people didn't just make a thousand times gains in the last like six months and that's not you know like of course that's understandable um that it's just a different like state of mind right now. Um, I think that specifically talking about the Juno community, which is where I'm more engaged right now, I think it's really awesome. I think the community there is, you know, they're really critical, uh, like thinking they, you know, they're definitely uh, like really about their kind of core mission of decentralization and permissionless development. And I think that's really cool to see a community that uh, was really built from the ground up, uh, really sticking to a core kind of ethos that really matters to them and, and matters to, well, should matter to all of us. Uh, so I really appreciate their kind of, yeah, their kind of, the fact that the community stays very on the core message of, of the chain. So I think that's really cool. I think it's gonna set them up for a really strong future. I'm happy to be a part of that future with my project and um, really excited to kind of just see the, the way that all these new tooling and projects that come to the chain are gonna really build it out. What was the other NFT marketplace that you said uh, was launched on Juno? Oh, Talus. Yeah, Talus was uh, coming over from Terra as well. Um, I, I, I don't, like I said, I didn't mint on Talus, but uh, I will make a quick plug for them and just say, you know, they, uh, they're a good marketplace. I think specifically they have like low fees uh, for launching. So if uh, you're a small independent artist, that's kind of the niche they filled on Terra was like more for like the small independent artists who wanted to do like more, you know, collections of the 10 to 100 size. And, you know, it was a easy launch process, not a lot of wait time, um, you know, 
uh, low fees and, and a really cooperative team to work with. So that's kind of the niche they filled in Terra. Uh, so I'm sure that's kind of the, the niche they're going to be looking to fill here in Juno too. So Cool. I'm getting a few DMs. Um, they're pretty curious to know, like, uh, what are like the curating steps to launch a project on, on Loop? Yeah, I mean, uh, so with Loop, I mean, I, like I said, I got put in contact with Loop um, through Super Terra, which is his Twitter handle. Um, if anybody, I'm sure a lot of people here know him. Uh, he had been uh, like a kind of a friend of, uh, of mine on Terra for many, many months and uh, supported my project. So like while I was searching for the, the whole thing, you know, I got put in contact with, with Loop. So I think I had a little bit of a different process because my first conversation was actually directly with Tom. Uh, who is like one of the founders of, of Loop, uh, just because I was having a you know, really in-depth conversation about their direction, about the platform and everything. Um, I think, and you know, the Nods team probably could do a better job like referring to it now. I think most of you would probably start by reaching out to AJ or Jay in their Discord. And then from there, um, you would get you know, they would basically like vet you. I know you're required, you're not required to fully dox yourself. Uh, like you're not required to give like government issue IDs, but you are required to make like multiple face-to-face -face phone calls, have some really in-depth conversations with Jay about your project, the way you're structured, what's going to happen with the roadmap and, and your ability to actually deliver on those things. So, um, yeah, I guess basically you just reach out to Jay. She does a lot of the vetting right now in person, uh, you know, kind of checking the boxes of what they're looking for. And then you kind of move through that process before you get like officially the go ahead. Do they help you also with like the uh, smart contracts and such? Or is that mainly on you guys? So no, so they, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, so they actually help uh, do all the smart contracts. Uh, there is a listing fee, so like, part of our mint price is there's actually two different pieces of our of our price that are going back to loop right now uh there's a portion which uh varies and it's depending on how much they need like you you need their support uh they'll help you with uploading to ipfs with the smart contract for the minting for all those different pieces uh, from they'll help you with uh marketing holding spaces kind of the they have a range of kind of like a like uh what's the a la carte options of you can kind of compile together kind of to, to come up with like what you need to kind of get your project like where you want to see it go uh and then on top of that uh with the loop tokens uh those loop tokens are basically paid for in part through the um the mint fees so it's not like they gave me those tokens for free um, so yeah so the, there's a portion of that minting funds that are actually going basically to the loop team to buy those loop tokens what are the mint fees if you don't mind me asking so uh for ours with the package that we got uh we paid seven percent on the launch like launch fees uh which is uh it you know ours included like one or one or two amas i think and then all the smart contract stuff up front including ipfs uploads and everything like that so it was seven percent uh for ours I think the range is from, like I said, five to ten percent, depending on kind of what they they do. So we fell right in the middle of their kind of range. But don't quote me on that again. I'm not part of the team, and so I'm not totally sure on what those the like kind of upper and lower parts of those ranges are. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I would love to have them uh, jump on a space and just go through all those 
all those things so that creators can get a, a better idea of what it takes to launch their collection on, on Loop. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I, I'm always here too. I, I've been helping out uh, as much as I can um, with, you know, the Nods team and others. So I'm, I'm always available if you have any questions. I'm a huge proponent of, of the, you know, of the Loop platform. I think the Loop team has been awesome to work with. They've been super responsive. Uh, I think the platform itself is, is really clean and, and I look forward to continuing to see their development there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm always open for questions. Hey, B Decrypt, uh, I know you jumped up here. Did you have a question for traders? Um, no, no, no. I, I just rugged myself out of the space, as you said there, dear, and I just forgot. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, traders, um, any final closing statements, thoughts, anything for the audience, Alpha, before we wrap up the space? We're close to about two hours on this one. Yeah, uh, I did forget to mention, and, and this was silly me, uh, we did already kind of leak a little details on uh, on a fun second drop that's going to come. It's going to be a free drop for people who supported us during our mint. Uh, and the, the drop is going to be an animated trader. So um, it is actually basically a guy who kind of like walks in. Uh, the computer screen is on all the time. The chart's kind of going to go up and down in different patterns. Uh, the window in the background kind of changes from daytime to nighttime to sunrise again and like kind of a full loop. And you see the guy kind of walking, pacing across the room. Uh, it's literally just a for fun thing that we're going to drop to our mentors who mint five uh, or more. So for every five you mint, you're going to get one of these animated traders um, we're not decided yet where we're going to launch it. it. It very well might be like uh, Stargaze, for example, where we drop that, or, or maybe it'll still be on Juno, undecided yet. But yeah, sometime post our mint close, we're going to be uh, making those animated traders to, to airdrop to our community. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much for answering all those questions. I appreciate it. Um, one last thing that I'd like to bring up too is um, Cosmos Spaces has a a uh, product called NFT Flex, where you guys can um, connect your Kepler wallet to drag and drop like your different NFTs into a collage and share them on Twitter. I think it's just a cool way to, sh you know, share your or flex your NFTs and just uh, get the community hype about what you're collecting. And we're currently um, supporting OmniFlix or supporting Stargaze and Juno on Hopper's NFT marketplace. I think we're working hard towards getting the uh, Loop NFT marketplace in, um, in this app as well. But yeah, give it a try. The The link to that product is actually on my link tree. It's uh, the NFT Flex link on my link tree. So, but yeah, anything else, uh, Marty? Did we, did we forget anything else to announce? I was actually a little curious about those custom banners that uh, Traders was making as well. Oh yeah, the the roadmap item for the custom banner. Uh, that's definitely yeah. going to be development. Uh, our primary focus right now is going to be on getting the game out. Uh, that's going to be really like kind of the bread and butter of the whole thing, uh, in part because it's going to require that our NFTs are like locked up in order to play. So you know, we really want to make sure that we're like supporting a, a healthy floor price and locking up the NFTs to remove them from the like kind of liquid supply on the market in order to participate is, is definitely one of the ways that we intend to do that. So the first thing that's going to come out is going to be uh, the price prediction games. And then following that down the road, 
the Twitter banner generator. Um, I mean, I think also that makes a little bit of sense too, in part because, you know, we want to see more collections on Juno so that people have more stuff to flex, uh, which is, you know, it is kind of a similar thing to the, the uh, NFT flex that is that little games just talked about. Uh, but with our own little twists on it, where the posters are, are actually going up on the wall of your trader bedroom, basically. So that's going to be super fun. Loving that. And I can't wait to actually uh, see some people rocking those, those banners. I, I actually just commented under that tweet. Cause I want one. I want one custom made. All right. Well, hey, send, send me, uh, send me some NFTs and that you want to see up there. I'll just do it. Like I have a mock-up generator basically that's just like an illustrator that we uh use in the team to like do some some mock-ups uh and i can just make a mock-up version for you for now but eventually it's going to be like a real on-chain verified ownership type tooling so um yeah that's coming down the line uh but for now we can make like a mock-up version hell yeah cool cool i want to see a couple racks on a banner with a trader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soon enough. Soon enough. Uh, we'll see. We'll see the raccoons come to Juno. So it'll be interesting I, seeing how they uh, work with the loop the loop team. I like the concept though, just because I remember when I first found out about the Stargazers NFT collection, how they were making banners. I noticed that there weren't many, if not. There weren't any other projects that were creating NFT banners because you always see everyone using them for profile pictures, but there's also uh, the opportunity or market for banners as well. And I think that's a huge uh, marketplace for you guys. So yeah, I'm just curious about that and would love one myself. So I'll stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I like our, ours doesn't work as well as a profile picture. I mean, it's kind of like we're facing away from the screen or if you will. And like, we're not the traditional profile picture style art. So I definitely thought it was a cool opportunity for us to go and pursue like a different area for us to kind of take over. And we do it uh, in a collaborative way in that we're going to be, you know, showcasing not just our own collection, but also uh, a lot of other people's kind of galleries of their other collections. So we're not really like monopolizing that space as much as we're like enhancing it uh, for people who are NFT deacons and, and, and they want to show off their whole collection. All right. Well, hey, I think, Marty, this is a good time to wrap it up. Appreciate you for, for you know, helping me host the space. And thanks to everybody that stepped in. Citizen, I appreciate all those questions. It helped a lot. Now they get the space. Um, yeah, have a good day, everybody. Good night, I mean. Thanks for letting me co-host, man. And nice to talk to everyone here. I hope everyone had a great day. Or if the day is just starting, enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Until next time. Yep. This was uh, this was Marty's first uh, official space that he helped me host. He's the uh, Cosmo Spaces intern. So if there's any like comments or, or any any negative remarks, please uh, leave them in the in the tweets below. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> bye take it easy take care everyone bye <laughs> thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was cosmos spaces nft share and chill hosted by lil Gaines. recorded on tuesday september 13th 2022 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening
Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Plain canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. It could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead Or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up Driver or just tweakers Don't stress, yo I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake Off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison And put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble